hello, 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 and welcome to Beyond Small Talk. How is everyone doing today? Beyond Small Talk, thank you for joining every Thursday at the 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Hour right here on IG Live. Hi, Benita. Hello, and welcome, everyone. My name is Jackie Janik. I'm a women's empowerment coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today, you are watching Beyond Small Talk. Real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And today, I'm so in need of this topic. We are talking about fall in love with foods that love you back. And my co-host is the beautiful, her, her name is Carla Salinari, and her handle is at the Latina Health Coach. So go follow her and check her out. She has wonderful tips and tools and recipes, and she's going to help us figure out how to fall in love with food that loves you back. Because I'm a terrible cook, and probably because I just don't like to, and friend beneath is on she always tries to give me cooking tips I'm like it has more than one additional thing to do I'm not doing it and half the time my cooking um doesn't make me feel good and it doesn't love me back so we're excited to have Carla on quick little bio on her she's a wife mom and a holistic health coach her experience with pregnancy opened her eyes to the importance of nutrition after gaining 82 pounds I'm with you there girl um while carrying her daughter she began to explore new avenues avenues to better nourish herself and her family. Uh, let's get her on. I see her. Yay. I mean, we don't want to hear knowledge and experience of food. We want the experts on. Carla. Carla, yay. So excited to have her. Hi. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome to Beyond Small Talk. Good, thank you thank for joining you. me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. This is really fun. Yeah, and I'm loving the topic today. And I really appreciate that we're going to dive in. I was just, you know, giving a brief bio, but I'm sure we'll learn more about you over the course of our talk. Um, because I just want to like dive in um, <laughs> and talking about fall in love. I just mentioned fall in love with foods that love you back that I'm a yeah. terrible cook. It's probably because I just don't like to. And usually my running joke is now the last thing I cook for myself gave me a very terrible stomach ache. Oh no. <laughs> and I, yeah. And TMI everybody, but it, it didn't end up well at the end of the evening. So I was like, what's the point of me cooking? I'm, it, it's just not a passion for me. My passion is yeah. eating. So yeah. And anyway, welcome, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everybody who's joining our talk today. Um, you know, it's, um, it's great to just join a group of women or just, um, you know, just come together and just have this conversation about nutrition and about food, because I feel like it's a hot topic among women, right? It's a hot topic among, um, amongst moms, right? A lot of us sure. um, who have had kids, um, you know, we, it, we often struggle with, you know, how can we get back to our pre baby weight? Or how can we go back to feeling like how we were um, before we had kids? And the answer is, why do we want to go back to that, right? Like so much, our body has produced so much for us, our body has so much to so much for us why don't we honor this new stage of that body 
right? And, and I think that instead of continuously punishing ourselves, right? Like every time you and I had this conversation as we were preparing for the talk, it's like when we pass by the mirror, right? What is one of the first things that we do? We tuck in the stomach, right? It's like we never, we never really get to the point where we're honoring our body at every stage of the game. And it's almost impossible to change a body that you're not happy with. So why don't we flip the script a little bit? Why don't we start falling in love, not only with food, which we will get to in this talk, but why don't we start by loving ourselves a little bit more in the process of that? So we're going to talk a little bit about that yeah, uh, I, during our talk yeah. today. Awesome. And I like it. Yes, that it's all connected. Like it's not just about our food. It's not just about the weight on the scale. I see another friend just dumped in and me and her have always talked about our, well, my particularly struggle with weight and body image. And I'm not ashamed about it and I'm not hiding it. I've had, um, issues since I've been challenges, let's not call it challenges, but I've been aware of it since I've been in high school. I remember going down while I was in my teens, always going to my parents and I come down with a new outfit or whatever going out. And I'm like, do I look fat? Do I look fat? Oh, I've been saying this since I've been like 14. Do I look fat? And now I'm 44 and I continue to say it. And the thing is like, I don't want to pass that on to my daughter, to my nieces and for them to get my challenges around it so while I know it this is really a useful conversation for me to continue to work on it and reframe it and I guess the easiest first step for me was not only my mindset but like what am what's good for me to add the food to add not take away I don't like when people tell me like oh my god you can't eat any of that ever again you just want to eat it, right? right <laughs> so it's exactly. like, what can we add? What can we start doing? And then you're going to tell, you will, yes, tell us like why that works or why does that help us mentally, physically, energy wise? So, sure. Yeah. I want to start by saying that, you know, unfortunately, right, we all grew up in a culture where we are expected to look a certain way. I'm Latina, I'm Puerto Rican, and I always grew up in a house where um, you were expected to make and create these incredibly elaborate meals, right, um, every day um, for the holidays, for birthday parties, but at the same time, you were expected to look a certain way, right? So, the, and we were never taught, right? So, if you to look a certain way well there was a huge gap that was never bridged right like if you don't understand how food affects your body how can you expect people to look a certain way there was that lack of education that that we're that we're not taught right so first i want us to be kind with ourselves it's not our fault ever since the age of two months old um, and I say this to my clients all the time when they come to me and they say I just turn to food because it comforts me right I just mm. don't know any better and to be honest with you, and I say this all the time, when, when we are two months old, we go to get our vaccines, our shots, and um, the doctor or the nurse practitioner would say, bring a bottle, right? And we are taught to soothe with food 
oftentimes as early as two months, right? And then we wonder why we have these these issues, these traumas, these unhealed relationships around food later on in life. And we don't understand. So the first thing that I like to teach my clients is let's be kind with ourselves and understand the process. It's not our fault. And it is possible to, uh, to be able to undo these patterns of behavior, right? So the first thing that I recommend is Let's take it easy. Let's understand how food affect our body, both in a positive and a probably in not such a positive way, because I try to avoid saying good or bad. There's no such yeah. thing as good or bad food. There's more nutritious and probably a little less nutritious, but it's not that it's good or bad. And once we start eliminating those words, we start healing our relationships around food. And I can't emphasize enough the importance of educating ourselves around the food choices that we make. Because once we're educated around the food choices that we make, we eat purposefully, right? Mm. So yeah, we I make think if it we... a point to eat with purpose. Yeah, that's perfect. And if anyone just leaves with what you said today, they could go ahead and change their relationship with food. Because I like the whole... Um, the whole feeling with food. I eat when I'm happy, sad, bored, every feeling. To me, food is like also one, a comfort, but two is also like a gathering. It's like how yeah. I interact with people. It's how I get to know people over a meal and things like that. So, and just understanding that point that it's not my fault, but also refraining, literally, if everybody just leaves with refraining that there's no bad food, what a good way to look at it. Okay, so it's more nutritious or not as nutritious. And this is what's going to happen when I eat it. How will it affect me? Absolutely. You know, food brings us pleasure. Food is how we connect with the people that we love. Food is how we celebrate victories. We go out to dinner for people's yeah. birthdays. We go out to dinner because we celebrate a promotion. So we should be able to celebrate these things in life that bring us pleasure. Pleasure is our God-given right, right? So mm -hmm. why are we going to take these pleasures away? So instead of restricting ourselves, instead of taking these pleasures away, let's just flip the narratives. Let's flip the script and start changing our relationship with food. And what's one way that we can start changing our relationship with food? So when we look at a plate of food, we ask ourselves, how does this food love me back? Right. And I teach this in my workshops. I teach this in my coaching. I teach this to my clients. Look at your food and you say, how does this food love me back? Do you have greens? Do you have protein? How food loves you back? system. Healthy, healthy fats help you stay focused, help you stay energized, right? Protein gives us energy, right, as well, and helps us help boost the immune system, which is something that we need right now more than ever in the middle of a pandemic. This is how we can help build a strong relationship around food. When we start flipping the narrative, flipping the script, and making purposeful choices whenever we serve ourselves a plate of food. Now, this is not to say that we're not going to go out and enjoy a chocolate cake with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. That's not what I mean. But 90% of your meals should be meals that have purpose. 10% of your meals should be meals that you enjoy, that glass of wine, that chocolate cake, whatever, 
but it shouldn't consume your life in a way that is not sustainable, right? So when you are eating, when you're falling in love with foods that love you back, when you're eating for how you want to feel, all of this starts to change. All of this starts to make sense. And I can tell you all the clients that I have had and I continue to work with at the end of my program say, wow, Carla, it's so much less about the numbers on the scale and so much more of how I feel, how I pass by um, a table at a party and I don't feel those anxious feelings or that anxiety or that, that I'm scared, right? I can't control myself around the chips or the salsa or the pizza because it's not that you can't have it. You can have it, but does that serve a purpose? Is that healing you? Is that providing you with important vitamins, nutrients, and minerals to help you straighten your immune system, straighten your digestive system. So that's how we flip the script, just the same way that we feed our children because we want them to have strong immune systems, because we want them to be strong and healthy. Why don't we feed ourselves the same way? It's the same thing, right? Yeah. And it's like taking the time as we would for our kids or our family to do that for ourselves too. Exactly. We are just important as all of that. Um, yes. So, oh my God. So already I'm like, okay, so it's not like you have to get rid of. And I would imagine the more that we're eating this 90% of a purposeful way and it starts mm -hmm. becoming more of a habit or just a lifestyle. Let me rephrase that from habit yeah. to a lifestyle of being that that even those cravings and or, um, you know, urges to eat something that maybe isn't as, you know, nutritious filled, maybe diminishes a little bit too. So it's like, I do another uh, TMI during my pre PMS stage, yeah. I'm always craving certain foods. Mm -hmm. You know, I tend to crave, well, maybe you're going to say I should listen to my body. I crave more chocolate or I of crave course. more. Now the day out today is a little chilly in New York. I, mm -hmm. I think I saw you like making some soups or something. I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. God, I'm craving a soup today. Right. So I, th I guess we should also listen to what our bodies are telling us. Yes. And you know, something that I also encourage, um, a lot of my community, right? Because also it's very important to build a community. We are the average of the people we associate ourselves with and we hang, hang around with, right? So it is important that we listen to our bodies and we have been taught for so long, right? And you know this, we spoke about this before, how many times do we listen to the media? How many times do we listen to commercials where they're like, take this to help suppress the appetite or take this to help you skip meals so that you're not so hungry all the time. How about hunger? I, the way that I say it is hunger are love notes from your body telling you, hey, Jackie, I need vitamins. Hey, Jackie, I need nutrients. Why are we shunning that? Or when we're getting ready to have our periods, our menstrual cycles, and we're like, oh, oh my God, I'm getting my period. How about the fact that we are getting our periods every 28 to 31 or 32 days, a clear indication that our bodies are working the way that they're supposed to work, that our hormones are working the way that they're supposed to work. Guys, let's become more in tune with our bodies. Let's 
love our bodies and appreciate and accept them and let's love them right enough to feed them when they're hungry rest when we're pmsing have a little bit of dark chocolate 70 percent cacao when we want to have dark chocolate have like a little bowl of pasta with some grass-fed butter and maybe a little bit of organic parmesan cheese when we want to have that why not it's purposeful eating it's listening to our body it's loving ourselves enough to nourish our bodies and we start and and you know something one of the healthiest side effects of doing this is natural weight loss that doesn't come off that doesn't come back on after you get off of this fad diet which is mm. a word that i despise right Yeah. Oh yeah, and I've been victim to it many many of we times because I've just wanted yeah, like a quick fix. Like I just want a quick fix and I feel, you know, after baby at my body and um what do you think about as we get older and after pregnancy that if our bodies are changing, maybe can I eat the same things as I was younger or maybe I think I have to reframe of what that looks like or how to, you know, I like you're saying get in the game of like I'm transitioning through life like I'm growing old. This is a good thing. Um yeah. any like tips on that because I do struggle with maybe I can't eat as much. This is what I'm thinking in my head and I'm probably mm-hmm. you know, I have some obviously challenges, but I can't eat that many calories. Um maybe if I just eat this cookie and nothing else for the rest of the day. You know like things like that come in my head. Yeah. So one of the things that I recommend is that every our meals should be equal parts fat, fiber and protein. If we stick to that, right? So fat, fiber and protein. Okay? So what is some fats? Mm-hmm. So healthy fats are half of an avocado, um maybe some avocado oil, some olive oil, um some ghee which is clarified butter or grass-fed butter. These are our healthy fats, right? Coconut oil are healthy fats. So protein, if you eat grass-fed grass-finished beef, some raised um chicken, things like that. So those are our proteins. Then if tofu or tempeh if that's if you're more plant-based like myself, and then like your greens, right? So it it should be equal parts of a complete meal fiber, fat and protein, right? So three times a day, we should definitely not be not be snacking in between meals. And if you are eating complete meals, you shouldn't be hungry any longer any 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 shorter of time between 3 and 4 hours right that's a clear indication mm-hmm. that you've stabilized your insulin levels right and that you've eaten a meal that is complete of of the nutrients that you need wow okay so that's really good to know yeah yeah so if you stick to that right and then you always yeah. have like different combinations of those types of foods finally season are higher in vitamins, higher in nutrients and they're budget friendly. So when I say to to um to my community all the time, I'm like guys, I highly recommend that everybody as, you know, um if they can try to eat organic foods, try to buy from the farmers markets. Well, when you buy local, when you buy really good way to save money because there's always abundance of crops right so you can get better quality ingredients when you're eating seasonally 
And that way mm. you don't get bored and you can always change up your meals and you can always change things up because you're eating with the seasons. So not only are you constantly eating different varieties of incredibly nutritious meals, but you're also saving money and you also enjoy the benefits of the incredible nutrients of all of these pr fresh produce, right? So when I hear people complaining like, oh, I can't buy strawberries because they're $15 a pint. And I'm like, yes, of course, because strawberries are not in season in December. We eat strawberries and berries in the summer months only, right? So let's mm -hmm. stick to fruits and vegetables that are in season. And that way, it's easier for us not to not to feel like we're in this rut, right? Like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what to make. Every season should be something that we look forward to, right? And then in terms of what you're saying with like the sweets and the cookies and things, um, you know, it, it's very easy to um, try to um, recipes that are delicious, that are made with better quality ingredients. I like to call this upgrading your favorite recipes. So it's not about restricting yourselves of the things that you really enjoy. Um, I have tons of recipes on my website. You guys can take a look. I have a, 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 a cookie recipe that I love to make and it's just a few ingredients and it's ready in 10 minutes. And, and it's made with just better quality ingredients. So it satisfies oh. a craving without leaving you feeling sluggish, which is usually what happens when you have um, foods that are highly processed or made with um, refined sugar, for example. So it's not about giving up the foods that you're craving. It's about upgrading them and eating them in moderation. So this is just like your new lifestyle. This is something that you can do. So Yes, your body is different, right? Going back to, to your question, uh -huh. your body, your metabolism is different because your body has done so much for you throughout, throughout the years. And our bodies are naturally in our mid-40s starting that transition process, right? Our hormones are starting to change. Our body uh -huh. is just naturally starting to get ready for that next, uh, next change in our lives, which is hormones, are, which is menopause, premenopause, but that's nothing to be scared about. That's just something to embrace as well. So on times where you're feeling bloated or you know you're getting ready to start your menstrual cycle, what's something that I recommend? Maybe stick to anti-inflammatory foods, like foods that are not as, as, as inflammatory. What are some um, anti-inflammatory foods? Well, things like olive oil, cilantro, lime juice, um, sweet potato, fresh greafy, um, leafy greens, naturally fermented foods. Those are all things mm -hmm. that you can consume when your body is starting to prepare to, to go into your menstrual cycle so that you don't feel so heavy and so bloated during those yeah. days of your period as well. Yeah, that's such a good tip. It's like, you know, people think that um, this certain lifestyle of paying it, eating purposefully could be boring. Mm -hmm. And you just proved that totally wrong, because it's not boring at all. You eat during the seasons, which is such a exactly. great idea. And yeah. it's also more uh, cost effective. Like you said, because sometimes I do buy strawberries in the winter. And I'm like, why are they so expensive? You're right, because it's not supposed to be <laughs> in the winter. You're right? not supposed I guess to be winter. eating it. And not yeah. only are so they so expensive, like, it has half the nutrients because it had to, they had to pick before they, they were right them. 
And then so it's like you're doing yourself a disservice by shopping for something that is so completely out of season, right? So when you stick to these fruits and vegetables that are in season, like right now, the squashes, the yeah. apples, the oranges, like those are in season and they're not going to be in season in March and April. So enjoy them now. It's so much fun to make apple pies and you can make them and you can upgrade them. And what would you um, suggest? I mentioned earlier, I'm not a cook. I don't really okay. enjoy it. You know, it's just, you know, I'm an eater, right? I, and now I'm going to be yeah. purposefully eating. And do you have any thoughts, like if somebody is on here and they're not a cook, how do they get all this type of food and be purposefully eating if you don't cook? Sure. And, and I have a lot and I work with a lot of people who cooking is just not their jam. And that is totally fine. Um, I recommend stocking up on things like beans because beans are really easy. You can just boil them, you can soak them and you can boil them. And beans are great because you can either put them in salads, right? You can have them as cold salads. Um, something else that you can do is getting, I swear by this eight in one Ninja, like conventional oven, um, air fryer. It's like this, this standing little oven that lives on my, on my kitchen counter. It's wonderful. And what you do is you can roast a bunch of vegetables so that you always oh. have roasted vegetables. So beans, roasted vegetables, grains, which I highly recommend like quinoa, which is a complete protein. And you can just build things, right? Pasture um, uh, eggs from pasture-raised chickens are always really great. Um, Gluten-free pastas that are made from brown rice. Some brands that I really recommend, mm. like TV. It's so funny you just said an air fryer. Did you just say air fryer? Yes. An yeah. air fryer so my is your, yeah. should be your best friend, especially if you don't cook. <laughs> that's funny because now my mom is on my mom just joins and she's been pressuring me to get an air fryer because she loves hers she just yes. got um diagnosed with i'm putting her stuff out there pre-diabetes she has like okay. just borderline started right she i'm very proud of her she's changed her diet since she received that and she has lost 15 pounds just because she was now purposefully mom. Yeah, I'm very proud of her. Well done to my mother. And she does a lot with her air fryer. She's at home by herself. She's one person. And she's like, I have all these. She buys the vegetables and everything. She cuts them up. She just And just her air fryer has been a, a wonderful uh, thing for someone who's not going to cook big meals anymore for one yeah. person. So um, thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah. because now and then another I, thing. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I feel like that's now going to be my birthday slash Christmas present, an air fryer from my mother. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. I highly recommend the air fryer for people that don't like to cook and don't feel like there is this pressure. Um, I say this all the time, like I am not by any means a chef. I'm just a home cook that wants to eat purposefully, right? And mm -hmm. I don't put pressure on myself to have these crazy elaborate recipes. I just put things together right? The air fryer is definitely a must. And something that's really important that is really, really great is organic frozen vegetables. Always have your freezer stocked with that because that mm -hmm. all you do is thaw it out, put it on a pan with a little bit of ghee, grass fed butter, a little bit of olive oil, some garlic, saute it, and you can even make it with some 
with some scrambled eggs, with a little bit of the quinoa, or with a, you can put a salad together, whatever it is. You can even put it in some grain-free tortillas and make some roll-ups. So these are in things that require a lengthy recipe, hours in the kitchen, but it's still something that you can make at home that is going to nourish your body, create a delicious meal that you can have for you and your family that isn't going to take a ton of time or be something that you are not excited about, right? Yeah. Because if you're not excited about being in the kitchen, you're not going to want to do it, right? If it takes too, mm -hmm. too much work, you're going to lose interest. And what's going to happen? You're going to order takeout. And then, hey. yeah. Are you in my kitchen? <laughs> do, how, have you been watching me? Because <laughs> that's exactly what happens. It and happens uh, I was, yeah. And I was borderline going to do that tonight because I was like, oh, I need, but no, I'm not. I have stuff in that you just talked about. I always keep frozen vegetables in that nature. I have a piece of salmon. I, and how mm -hmm. I cook, I just, you know, bake it. I'm a very simple, uh, I don't use a lot of like, um, added Seasonings. flavorings yeah. <laughs> I really don't and people make fun of me but I just don't whatever I'm happy without it it's fine um, you so shouldn't thank have you for to. these tips you shouldn't have to that's the secret if oh. your if your produce if your produce is premium quality if you're eating seasonally the flavors of your produce should speak for themselves and you shouldn't have to overly season anything a little salt and pepper maybe a little garlic powder and that's it Oh, hear that? I have a friend on too. Hear that? I don't need to season if it's like, oh, that's such a good tip. Thank you. I'm going to use that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And one last thing. What do you, uh, what's a one self-care tip that you do for yourself? You know, I think that self-care is the foundation of good health and well-being. I, um, for me, meditation, breath work, and grounding is something that I feel like I'm lost without it. And I, and, and I would be lying if I say that I do it every single day. Um, I don't, but I wish I would. And I do it as often as I can. And for me, that's one of the most important things. I feel like it sets the tone for a successful day. Um, it helps me kind of just level myself out, and um, even if it's five or 10 minutes, they don't have to be lengthy. But for me, meditation, breath work, um, it's just my self-care. It's my foundation in order to just, you know, move forward with, you know, this, this life, this busy life, being a mom, being an entrepreneur and everything that comes with, with all of that. So that's definitely for me, the number one self-care on my list. So smart. So smart. Thank you for sharing that. And can you please tell everybody, besides on IG, where can we find you? Sure. So my website, www.carlasalinary.com, has all of my wellness tips, recipes, not only in English, but also in Spanish. So everything that I put out there is bilingual all the time. So it, it services my community. Um, which is very diverse. So if you guys are interested in learning more about working with me or having access to my wellness tips and my recipes, you can find me on www.carlasalinary.com. Otherwise, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under um, The Latina Health Coach. Oh, hi, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> hi, Sarah. 
<laughs> um, thank you. Thank you so much. I will include uh, Carla's website in the notes. Please check her out. Like already, if you just leave this conversation with reframing your thought around your relationship with food, you're already one step ahead of having more purposeful eating. And I can, oh my God, thank you so much. Um, I needed to hear this today and I'm sure many other women's, women do too. Um, so check us out if you aren't able to be live and you want to hear Carla's tips and tools again, uh, check us out on Beyond Small Talk on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much thank it was you. A thank pleasure. you. Have a great you time. Too. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Stay tuned next Thursday, Beyond Small Talk. Bye.